May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. It's been a bad week. It's been a bad couple of weeks. The world seems to have tilted on its axis, and anything that could go wrong has. Hurricanes, earthquakes, political divisions that just seem to get worse every single day. And then last Sunday, a man took over 23 weapons of all sorts to a hotel room and systematically killed 58 people and wounded over 500 one of the worst mass shootings in modern history by a single gunman. And my name was on the list to preach today. And I have to admit, it's been really, really hard to find the words for you all today as I, too, have struggled this week in the aftermath of this horrific shooting And I really wish that it was the first time. I've stood up here after the murder of the parishioners in Mother Emanuel Church in Charleston, South Carolina. And I stood up here after the mass murders in Orlando, Florida. And many are debating once again what to do. What can we do? Some want laws requiring background checks and other restrictions on who can own guns and how many. Others believe we simply need to improve and have greater access to mental health care for all. The one thing we cannot do is to continue to pretend that these shootings are a one-time aberration. People of reason need to have a conversation on what Next, how do we as a society respond to this? Only then can we begin to move forward with solutions and not finger-pointing. We offer our thoughts and our prayers because as Christians, we believe that prayer has power. But we also Remember what Maya Angelou said, when you pray, move your feet, because we know that thoughts and prayers alone won't end the cycle of gun violence in this country. We look to society and we wonder, where have we gone astray? Long ago, in ancient Israel, the psalmist asked the same kind of questions after a national calamity. Psalm 80 is a lamentation of a community that is suffering from loss and from sorrow. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine so that we might be saved. The psalmist is calling on God on behalf of the people of God. We are broken. We seek you. You save us. 
This psalm is about restoration. Restoration of our relationship with God and with each other. The psalm uses the imagery of a garden, plants and trees with deep roots, providing protection and nourishment. The Old Testament and the Gospel lesson are about vineyards, grapevines to be specific, vines that require deep roots and careful tending to grow, reminding us that God is the God of creation. In the beginning of time, calling into existence plants and trees, the light of day and the dark of night, all the living creatures, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, and mankind. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And God saw that it was good. All of us, every one of us, created in the image of God. Archbishop Desmond Tutu, in his fight against the violence of apartheid, preached and taught on the theology of Mbuto. It's a theology that is rooted in the creation stories, and it's based on his cultural, his African cultural worldview. It's one that emphasizes the unity and the interconnectedness of all of humanity. Mbuto counters our Western culture of individualism, one that can lead to our increasing isolation within our society and disconnection from each other. Increasingly, our lives are being lived out in social media, on Facebook and on Twitter, which increases our connections to people all over the world. But ironically, it's decreasing our personal connections with one another. The word Mbutu is an African expression that roughly translated means each individual's humanity can only be expressed in relationship with others. It is a way of seeing the other. I see you. You see me. My humanity recognizes your humanity. Mbuto speaks to our connection with one another, acknowledging the holy in one another. God dwells in each one of us. We are meant to be with each other, every one of us created in the image of God. Though that might be really hard to see or even believe right now, one theologian writes that the image of God is in every human being. Only in some, that image is in deep, deep disguise. And we need to remember that. I need to remember that when I seek to demonize the other. God dwells in each one of us. Tutu said it this way, we are tied together in a single garment of destiny 
caught in an inescapable network of mutuality. John Donne, the English cleric and poet from the 1500s, echoes these words with his poem, No Man is an Island. And Dr. Martin Luther King preached and taught about the kingdom of God as the beloved community where justice and love abides. This is what binds us together to live in community. And community is what holds us together when violence and injustice try to tear us apart. We are broken. We seek you. You save us. It's been a hard week. It's been a week of dehumanizing tragedy. We may feel a sense of hopelessness, despair, and a temptation to hide away from all the sadness and the violence in this world. So we look to the gospel today for hope and good news, and we find this parable, this strange parable of violence and greed. And it's hard to see how it helps. Where is the good news? For me, what I began to hear in this parable was that God keeps reaching out to us over and over and over again, no matter what we do, no matter how bad we behave. We can ignore him. We can stone him. We can beat him. We can kill him. Kill the messenger, the messenger of God. The good news is, though, that he keeps reaching out to us. He keeps reaching out to us in love. And I felt that love this week when friends reached out and listened to me rant and cry and to talk. And another friend who keeps sending me silly baby animal pictures just to make me smile. And I feel it's surrounded here by you. We need God to send those messengers to us to help us get through the hard days and the really long, dark nights. When has God reached out to you, drawing you in, drawing you back into the beloved community? When have you reached out to others? When have I? We saw God reaching out when all those people with their boats set out day after day to rescue the people in Texas, stranded by floodwaters. And we see it in Puerto Rico as the people there are caring for each other and helping each other to survive and get through this disaster. And we see it in those who have donated food and money and supplies, and they're airlifting things down there to help, raising millions of dollars to aid in Puerto Rico's recovery. And God was with the people in Las Vegas, with those ordinary people who exhibited extraordinary bravery in shielding and saving victims, the guys who commandeered trucks to drive victims to the hospital, 
One guy drove back and forth and drove over 30 people to the hospital in the back of a pickup truck. And he was there when people began to line up at 4.30 in the morning to donate blood. Lines wrapping around the block. Coming together as a community. All beloved children of God. And in the face of tragedy, we know that. And we hold on to it. But we forget. And we go our separate ways. But we can't this time. We are better than this. We are more than this. In the gospel today, Jesus is calling us back to God and reminding us who we belong to and who we are called to be, calling us back again and again to restoration and reconciliation in our relationship with God and with community, loving one another as we are so loved. God dwells in each and every one of us, you and me, us and them. Let us see and acknowledge the holy in each other. I see you. You see me. We need to be reminded of that. The world needs to be reminded of that, knowing that we are all bound together, all members of one human family, and love is the common thread that weaves us all together into God's beloved community. We must proclaim God's love for all and let hope be reborn in this weary world. Restore us, O God of hosts. Let your face shine so that we might be saved. We are broken. We seek you, and you save us. Amen.